me and one of my past relationships were talking, we're not even talking, but I guess entertaining, playing like with the same person. They're the same girl. The same, same girl, girl. Same girl. Same <laughs> girl. Like, bro, how Yo. fucking weird and uncomfortable. It's weird, like, but it's because that girl was a psycho because she's basically <laughs> setting the both of them up. It's like, it was a fucking setup. I don't care what anybody has to say, she... the fucking third attempt of this fucking video because yeah. Jesus Christ clearly we're mentally you dude <laughs> well the last recording that we did it was great but yeah. I don't like the end product yeah. of what was in there yeah. so you know which we love honest bestie do you see okay so if you guys are listening right now on um, Apple Spotify all of these different podcast platforms please Give us a uh, rating and review. It would just help us a lot to like boost our shows, uh, you know, into the algorithm of the interwebs. And um, if you guys are not watching on YouTube, please go over to YouTube right now so you can see um, the full video and you can see this amazing fucking first piece of mental chillness merch. Yes, dude, and it's 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 actually a merch that's like been gifted to us. Um, I'm gonna put her app name and her, you know, everything right here. But uh, one of my friends' cousin, Brianna, her she's an angel. Yeah, her app name is Studios uh, YX, and she does like rug, uh, like rug, like tuffing. And she made, dude, she made us yeah, yeah, our yeah. fucking Fun. logo for, for free, for free, for free, for real, like, dude. Sweet. And it's just so nice and. One of these days, I am gonna frame it so you'll see it like in the background of this, and you're gonna see it whenever we actually go into a studio studio, because yeah. um, that's on the tra trajectory of growth for this potty. So yeah, yo, I fucking like witnessed Jules seize for the first time ever yesterday. Anybody actually? I've never seen anybody seize. No way, nobody? Nobody. Like, oh I've never God, seen anyone see something. That's why yeah. when Kaylee texted me, I was like... Yeah, I literally, I, I felt it coming. And then I was like, I knew, it was like 9.02. And I looked at her and I said, please text Khan, text Khan. And she was like, do you want her to yeah, come? Yeah, because I, I had already, okay, I had I already called you too. Yeah, I forget I that you, you bitch. I it. fucking she knew anytime that I have to do something with Jules <laughs> and she doesn't fucking answer me, I'm like, this bitch because is fucking I'm dying. I'm a fast texter. Like, as soon as I, I'm always, my phone is always near me. Like, it's always, like, on me. So, when I don't text fast enough, she's like, hmm, something's wrong. Something's off. Something is wrong. Because, um, like, I just, if you didn't have seizure and if you didn't have epilepsy, my mind would have been like, she's busy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? But, yeah. like, just because I know that you have that, I'm yeah. always like, is she fucking okay like, right now? On? What's going on? So yeah, and then she I remember her saying last thing I literally remember was her saying do you want her to come and I was like I forget that you literally live like three five minutes away and I was like I don't care and then I literally just eye roll <laughs> and I was like gone dude. and then I wake up to Khan and Kaylee both like dude it was so long me. her last episode was eight minutes long me yeah. and Kaylee were like do we call the ambulance <laughs> well when I got I there listen, up, like, I know so when 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 I got there Kaylee was like it's the last most five minutes I think I'm gonna call the ambulance and I just looked at her and I was like I do not think that she wants us to call the ambulance I would have woke up like I really was like I know this bitch is gonna be so mad when she wakes up <laughs> and some fucking ambulance is like right there and he's like I'm just checking your vitals. What's your name? Do you know what day it is? Um, what's your phone social? I would have been like, 
Like I would have woke up so mad. So thank God my friend, thank God my friend knows me. Cause I would have woke up tired. I know, bitch. Yeah. So but, very grateful. But what an experience. Yeah. It has really, really like okay, so like all of these times, me and Jules had a conversation about this, right? Yeah. Every time that I told her, I was like, okay, every time that you have a seizure and we have a plan to record, like, I'm going to continue to record. That way, like, we're not, like, you know, yeah, missing yeah. shit and whatever, whatever, right? This time was, like, different because <laughs> I was actually there for her, like, seizing and whatever. But seeing you, like, go through that has removed, like, all of anything of what I have ever felt about us, like, being behind on schedule or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Because, like... Seeing you having to go through that experience trumps whatever the fuck I feel about. <laughs> yeah. You know, because like, dude, like I'm just dealing with like emotions. Your body is literally like I don't know, it's just like it really opened my eyes up to like the experience. Humbling. Because I've always I've always like no, it's not even like humbling me. It's like it's like gave it gave me such a different perspective. Mm. You've always heard about things and then it's different when you go you through see, it. Yeah, that's so true. it yeah, so it was just like, oh wow, like I just feel like uh I've any frustration that I have ever felt I've never felt frustrations about Jules having seizures, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Like obviously. Yeah, of course. But there have always been times where I was like, okay, I understand that she's going through this, but like, what do I do now when I'm on this end, like trying to take care of everything else that has to do with this podcast? But now I'm like, you know what? We are just going to take our time. Like whenever you seize, you go through what you have to go through, you recover and we will figure out like the best next way to go about it rather than me feeling like, damn, like now I have to stress more and more and more. I think it's really just kind of like taking that away from me. Yeah. And now I'm like, damn, bitch, yeah. that's a hard yeah. shit. Yeah, and I'm very, very grateful that you actually did come over and you did comfort me and she came with me. So we was smoking. She was like, do you want to smoke? And I was like, do I want to smoke? And it literally instantly, like, because my muscle, all my, like, my muscles were going crazy. So I was so sore like my body hurt and she rolled up and i smoked and i was like this is exactly what i needed i was literally laying down and i was like ah like it was everything that i needed and this just her woke up like i think i drew all my hair yeah no literally because my hair was like like she it, did i watched it. <laughs> it it felt like i had loose in it like it was just like on my ear like oh my i was God. like i looked and i was like i want to shower I was like, yeah, I definitely drooled in my hair. Dude. So, but yeah, I really Insane. appreciate you being there. For no, yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah. that, um, so, oh, fuck. I forgot to do this in the beginning, so we're going to do this now. All right. So, we actually, I'm really, really grateful. I, I say this all the time, but I'm very grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for everything that it has really, like, shown me, taught me, and all of that. And a really cool part of this experience is learning how things work mm -hmm. right and being like opening your eyes to like there really are no rules and it's kind of cool that there really are no rules even though there are ways of things how it works and whatever you know mm -hmm. so like somebody reached out to us which was the overtired podcast mm -hmm. we did an app swap with them which i still highly recommend you guys checking them out if 100%. you enjoy like um, various topics from music, movies, um, like pop culture, technology, and then mental health and all of that. They're really great for that just because it's a different perspective than me and Jules. We're younger. We are less established. Mm -hmm. We're like in the shit shit. Yeah. And they are like, based on experience. yeah, like they are a little bit more grown than us. They have their careers set. They have like their shit going on, you know? So it's just cool to hear different perspectives and, shit like that but another one of my friends actually he has a podcast he's also a local orlando podcast and i think it would be really cool if you enjoy anything that has to do with movies films tv shows all of those different things my friend blake he went to school he went to ucf for films like and and like production so he was already very like knowledgeable but him and his brother actually have been uh kind of like running through uh like back and forth mm -hmm. uh uh what is it called what is it called what is it called it's literally in their thing but like they have been kind of just like debating about like these topics since they were little so it's natural for them to come onto their podcast creating a space um uh, where they have like managed to garnish over 200 um thousand followers on tiktok mm -hmm. 
you know so like if you don't have the attention span they have their tiktok for you and if you do have the attention span they have their full episodes and stuff on um apple and spotify and like all and they also stream on twitch as well uh so like the official app read yeah which i really <laughs> love that their relationship is brother i know right like, that is so genuine yeah so because like people with siblings probably know or like even if you have like your closest friends that have like the same similar interests as you like that's fun as fuck mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like a really cool relatable aspect of For theirs sure. but it's called blake's takes it's a podcast where they discuss debate review and rank tv and film Co-hosted with his brother Garrett, these two love to talk about the current topics um, within the entertainment industry. Blake, a UCF film alumni, uh, along with his brother Garrett, have been discussing and quoting movies ever since they were kids. So if you love to listen to all things film and TV related, head over to Blake's Takes. They've got you covered. And we're going to put their ads and everything in the description in here too. But yeah, shout out to everybody like doing their shit. I love that now I have like an idea of like, wow, I can reach out to other people, connect to other people with different mm -hmm. things. And like, we can all bond and share and put it like, boost each other up. 100%. Like, I think it's so awesome that a lot of my friends are starting to shine. Like the way that you just posted Taina. Yeah. Um, like doing her. For, yeah, so my friend, ceramics. like ceramics. Ceramics party, my friend just Jenny actually. Uh, she's gonna Amazing. be back on the pod, but she just opened like her little bookstore and crystal shop and That's stuff. So I feel like this year, even though <clears throat> this was possibly one of the most dog shit years of For the sure. years, I feel like everyone really bloomed. Like or at least got into like the pathway of what fits them. Really grew you know? into themselves. Like yeah. you know what's crazy? Like you're we're showing um the person who made this beautiful rug for us and then i'm wearing earrings of um a person who um is it Dorsa? i went to no i went to high school with and her name is ali jewels on instagram ali.jewels and she makes the cutest jewelry belly like belly yes. jewels um and follow her on instagram and she makes the cutest little and then look my friend painted my jacket Yes! Like, I just like, think support it's, your local artists, support local so, businesses, yeah. support your friends, dude. The only reason why we exist is because all of our friends literally just show up, like, show us, like, unconditional love and support. Yeah. The fact that we have 40 episodes out, like, 40-something, the fact that, like, we came back from, like, a three, four-month hiatus and was oh like, we're gonna God. keep going. No, like, we grew so much within this year, and so... I wanted to make this episode about all of the missed connections that we went through this year. Yes. Because I feel like <laughs> it is easy to recall things that worked out and why you're grateful for them. But for me, it's more important even for me to recall what didn't work out and Ooh. what the universe saved me from. Like yes, things that I thought that I wanted <laughs> yeah. when they weren't actually meant for me. I want to talk about that shit because I feel like that's all I went through this year. Yeah, uh, yeah me too. Like, okay, <laughs> so dude, I know. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, I feel like a lot of the things that I was really trying to put all my energy and trying to pour and fill my cup, the universe was like, girl, sorry, that cup's broken. You have a hole in that cup. Girl, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. So I just kept pouring into and then it was like, girl, your cup is literally empty. What are you doing? And I was like, ah, you're right. Hell yeah. So now at the end of the year, I'm like, dude, okay. Overflowing so, my cup. A couple years ago, I went through this situation with, uh, it was like a little situation ship. Mm -hmm. And I was, I had come out of my long-term relationship, mm -hmm. got interested with another person, and was about to fall into the same pattern that I always do, which was going to fall into another serious relationship, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that ended up not working out. And from there was when I learned this lesson. And I, oh, I'm always quoting this. The moment that I learned that lesson, this tweet put it all into like, perfect words for me and the tweet was shout out to god for protecting me from things i thought i wanted right and it's because Jeez. i thought that i thought that 
oh, I just broke up with someone um, and I like a new person. And so why not just go into that thing with that new person because I emotionally have an attachment to them and whatever, right? The universe was like, fuck no, that's not going to work out. And like, it took me a lot of fighting it to learn that like, oh shit, if it would have worked out with this person in this moment, it wouldn't have worked out long term anyways, because that like, I, instead of taking any time at all to like evaluate how I'm doing on my own, how I like myself as a person, how I like this person, who they really are, do I really want to be with them? Are we compatible? All of this different shit. I ignored all of it and was going to immediately jump into another relationship anyways because I just like this person. Mm. Because that's what made me happy in the time. Because yes. feeling that infatuation or whatever trumped yeah. self-awareness and like the actual thing that I was I should have done for myself. Either way, it didn't work out. And from there was when I it sparked a new awareness in me of, wow, like... I should be more accepting and I should be more able able to surrender to things instead of fighting them because maybe it's actually good for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like so that's why if you guys don't recall a couple episodes ago I said I completely accept this L. Yeah. I completely surrender to this fucking uh, L and I like throughout of throughout like the time in my life I now have learned like when things come, I almost like, I, I learned to not fight it. You know what I'm going, literally unpacking right now and um, in therapy is um, my fight or flight mode. Because bitch is strong. <laughs> like, it's so... What anything. is like, okay, an example of fight or flight for you? For when it sparks up? When it's know. good, I flight, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, this is too good to be true. Like, Dead nah, for real? yeah, I'm like, nah, this is, I don't deserve it. <gasps> oh, my God. oh my God, oh my God, okay, let's, <laughs> unpack, let's unpack this shit. I just unpacked like, this shit in therapy, like, last week. Okay. I was unpacking why it was so hard for me to ask people for things or any, yeah. for ask for anything at all. Yeah. And then through the unpacking, I was like, I don't really know... I cannot ask for things if I don't feel like I deserve it. And then I was like, why the fuck do I need to deserve it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But it's because of like the, I, I actually, I'm still unpacking it. So when, you know, Me when too. we get through this shit, I shall let you yeah, know. I'm in the middle but, but yeah, my therapist was literally like, okay. Oh, and then like he was comparing my experience to like my sister, right? So I was talking about how damn, it's like really, really fucking hard for me to like ask for things, even from anyone, even my mom, anyone at all. And then I was like, it's kind of weird though, because like, I don't see my sister or my brother like having a problem asking for things, right? And I mean it in the most basic ways. It's my sister's birthday and my sister's like telling my brother like, what are you getting me for your, my birthday? I would never. She'll be like, don't give me nothing. Yeah, I literally you say that. Know. When my mom asks me, when my mom asks me what I want for my birthday, for Christmas, or whatever, I just say nothing because I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to ask for it. But like, I'm. She's like, I know I want those shoes, but how am I gonna ask for those shoes? Like, I'm not gonna ask for it. I'm just gonna get it for myself. But like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, why do I have such a hard time, right? And then he started asking me, like, so why do you think that your sister doesn't have a hard time? And then I started going through, like, well, because I feel like she shouldn't. Well, I was like speaking for myself and my perspective of why she doesn't yeah. have a hard time and so I was like well I feel like she deserves all of that shit because of what she's gone through in her life you know she's always had to be like the fucking strong like head holder of this house she's always had to help my parents Ooh. for things she's the first child she's gone through all of these different things and so I think that's why like that's why she should stand on the entitlement of what she deserves because she does deserve all of that shit. Mm -hmm. And then he goes and he asked me what I've gone through in my life and blah, 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 blah. And I started talking about it. And I was just like, well, I don't feel like I've had to bear any responsibilities of what she's had to bear. So that's why mm -hmm. I don't feel like I deserve it. And then I unpacked it more. And then I, I said something to him. I was like, well, she, got, she went through like a lot of different things things but regardless we kind of went through the same things because we grew up together in the same house and then he stopped me right there and he was like do you know what you just said 
you just literally said that you guys grew up and went through the similar things because you were in the same house. So then why do you think that you don't deserve it while you think she deserves everything? I was like... Ah, she's flabbergasted. I was like, like uh... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I think I have to like... I, I <clears throat> It might be something deeper uh, about like maybe like how other people treated me when I was little or whatever. Again, when I unpack it, I'll let you know. But it's on the way. It is, cause I I don't know. I but I never thought about that before. I was always just so stuck in my way of like, that's just not how I am. I don't ask for things. I'm independent. I'm this. I'm that. Right. And again, at one point in my life, those mechanisms might have worked for me because that's what was protecting me in that time. In the time of me building my independence, like maybe that would have worked for me and blah, 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 blah. But like right now, I'm not going through the same traumas and the same situation and I'm not the same person. So what used to work for me then doesn't work for me now. And I'm in a place now where I need to be able to ask for help. I need to be able because I'm not alone anymore. I'm not a... I'm not a scared little girl that is alone that the whole world is against her anymore. I'm in a different place. I'm in a place where the world is with me and I have good people around me. And so I need to not push them away by my hyper independency. I need to be able to get like reel them into my life. But it starts with me. The initiation has to start with me. For me, I don't ask. I ask for too much, but it's emotionally. It's not for like specific things. It's more of like, okay, well, can you just tell me how I'm feeling rather than me being honest with myself? So that's why I feel like right now it's a lot of just like me work. Like it's what more like- What do you like, mean like you <clears throat> asking other people to tell you how you're feeling? Like whenever something offends me or I want them to- Justify it Justify for you why of you. I never can understand why it hurt my feelings or like why they said it in that tone or why it affected me that way. Mm -hmm. But I always realize that it's something having to do with something fucking from like five years ago or when I was 12 years yeah, old. Yeah, and you don't want to unpack it. And so I you don't, don't get into it no. in that moment. And so that's why you depend on other people to be able to stand on your side and tell you that you should that's what feel this way. Yeah. When you... I have the same problem. I, I have the same problem every single time, and then they're like, "Okay." Well, well I don't get. I, okay, I don't. I don't get manipulated, but I think the fear of I people know. manipulating me is what even like. I'm like, She's like I don't even let you try. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, damn, I got mad to this bitch. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, damn. so it gets it gets pretty wild in there. Dog. Yeah. Oh, god. Yeah. Speaking of misconnections. So. Speaking of this mansion, bitch. So, Jules has some fucking hot tea. I got a little bit caliente, caliente coffee. Um, caliente nice. coffee. Ah! So, Damn, I, I want some coffee right now. I know me too. I will okay. shit my pants out, but I know she will. Still. Okay, so guys, I feel I like mean, I've real. I'm so sorry, but I mm -hmm. feel like I've gotten so much more comfortable with poop talk. <gasps> Lately, yeah, like, really? dude, two months ago, I would never be the person that joked that I would shit my pants. Yeah, it's just not she's within, like, it's not within like, my discipline. You know, not even funny. dude, I feel like I'm like unloading like, myself. I am shy. <laughs> I really am. Okay, guys. So first okay, of all, yes. I don't even know how to. Okay, so me and one of my past relationships, we're talking. We're not even talking, but. I guess entertaining, playing like with the same person. The same girl. The same girl. Same girl. Same girl. <laughs> like, bro, how Yo. fucking weird and uncomfortable. It's weird, like, but it's because that girl was a psycho because she's basically <laughs> setting the both of them up. It's like, it was a fucking setup. I don't care what anybody has to say. She, we're going to call her. And we're gonna we're call, gonna call her, her Stephanie. We're gonna call her Stephanie, okay? Stephanie, Stephanie, okay? Stephanie knew what she was doing. 
Because she knew that me and, the, me and the other person had been with each other before. Okay, so it was giving, it was giving delusional, it was giving psycho, and it was giving weird. Okay, <laughs> it's giving weird. weird. It's giving not funny, haha, <laughs> funny, weird. Anyway, so bitch, I'm sitting there and I'm like, um, I call one of my past relationships and I'm like, hey, just wanted to see how you're doing, mental health check-in, whatever, whatever. We ended up, you know, talking and um, I ended up bringing the person up because, you know, I'm comfortable with the person and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just saying like, um, I'm basically like getting to know as a friend, like, and then the person goes, really? Because she just left my house last night. And I'm like, For, are you kidding me? I just had breakfast with her this morning. I'm like, and then the thing is, the thing I feel like that makes me feel a little weird, and I'm not trying to put nobody on blast. I'm just talking, I do this podcast for my experience, and that's it. Dog, so no, just don't be fucking a weirdo, yo. If you're a part of my experience, I'm sorry, but you will be here. That's it. Anyway, so the thing is, the girl um, had a hickey, and I'm like, oh my god, haha, that's so funny, you have a hickey. And she's like, ha 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 And me not knowing the hickey's from. From her ass. From like, girl, like from someone that I was with, like, that made me feel so, and the, the thing I, that is so, and I cried so much about it because I got so disrespected so much that week from my job, from the, from Stephanie. Um, I felt so walked over that I was like, it's because she knew that about me and the past person, and then you're gonna sit here and Hang out and chill with both of us. Like, like it, it's really fucking weird. It's, it's giving really fucking weird. weird. It's giving delusional. And then it's the fact that it's like. No, it's giving psycho. Why are you sitting here trying to get into both pussies and, and connecting the dot by yourself thinking that these pussies are not going to fucking uh, reconnect back to each other? Here's, here's my thing. It's the fact that she was asking us questions about each other. Dude, like it's why? Giving, it's giving weird. Like it's giving like. I'm now I'm interested to know. Please, <laughs> please share with like, us I don't, your weirdo stories like, because what the the shit that people are doing I out don't here. I understand. Like I'm sorry, but like I'm not interested. Like that is giving so weird. Like I genuinely was concerned. <laughs> I was so like, weird. I was so I got the ick. So I was like crawling. Like I was like I threw up. Like when I found out because I was driving. When I called the person, I pulled over and I was literally like hyperventilating and I started yakking. Like I was literally like shaking. Like I was like I couldn't believe it. Dude, but I couldn't gross. believe it because you can't trust nobody. It's you can't. Gross. I literally had to like reheal. I re. I had to like re like. Burn another letter. Burn another letter. <laughs> All of that. Shit. I'm not offended, but it's just like you cannot trust anybody, girl. So it's just life was life, and but like, I'm back. Obviously, I'm back. Come on now. Nobody can break me fucking down. But I definitely had to go back to therapy, bitch. Nah. I mean, I don't know. I'm in and out of therapy. I just feel like. Therapists always try to push medicine on me, and I'm like, I know I'm bipolar, but damn, come on. I want that to be, like, my last resort. So it's hard. But I officially got, like, diagnosed, diagnosed. So it's been, like, days are different now. BPD. <laughs> but, yeah. She's a diagnosed shabby. <laughs> but, yeah. So it's for real, guys. But, yeah, that's my little story time with me. Dude. Um, what? Can you guys please share us? Share, share with us like your stories. weirdo stories because people are really fucking disgusting and, and gross. delusional. I, feel I like. know. But you know what? This year. But the thing is, no, wait, hold on. Because me and my past, um, one of my past relationships, we had let the person know, like, hey, we are all emotionally unavailable. We were just getting to know as a friend, like, wanting to. But it was still the fact that it was like. Played. No, like, it's it like a like, setup. It's set up, and it's. It didn't make gross. me feel good. Nar, nar, nar. So it was never like Jules a, like got me the, Jules to got that. two eights in like two weeks, dog. <laughs> it was so no. fucking funny. No, literally. So that's it, though. But yeah. Well. New year, new me. <laughs> bitch. Well, I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. So when you guys are watching this. I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. That's why she tomorrow. put her hair in space buns. She's like, you're not even going to be able to see the difference. Girl, I'm about to be a man. I'm, cutting, I'm cutting my shit into like a mullet. Like a Stop. short, short, ah! short mullet. 
I'm literally gonna be here for. I'm really excited. Okay, are you gonna change the color? No, this is the first year in five years that I'm back to all black. But this is another thing though, I feel that I have broken so... It's it's really cool. Growing up is really fucking cool. Growing up is really cool, even though it hurts a lot. Even though Very it, like, it hurts being in your 20s. It really does because if you think about it, you are not in any like established like placements. You know what I'm saying? You just got out of school. You are currently probably in school, maybe some of you. Yeah. You are just now finding yourself in the workforce. You are just now finding your work at your work ethic you are now like officially going on to supporting yourself and this is like you know for most people and whatever and like dude this is like the first time that like you are not really gonna be in the same space every single day with your friends you're finding new friends you're finding yourself out you're probably navigating through different relationships maybe you're having sex for the first time yeah. maybe like all of these different things and i'm listing them out as reminders that these are things that are happening in our 20s and that's why we need to remember that whatever you're feeling you're supposed to feel it it's you're not supposed to be as successful as the fucking 20 and 20 fucking year old millionaire only fan boys and girls you're not gonna be fucking as established as the fucking trust fund babies that are out there like popping off on the internet you're not gonna be as established as people who maybe have found their calling and whatever the fuck at, and we're like early bloomers at like fucking eight years old you know what i'm saying everybody's life and situation is different than yours and so the only way to feel okay about navigating through your own life is to accept that this is your own life and all of the things that you are comparing yourself to other people about those are things that are out of your control and you know it's literally so fucking normal like for me I always beat myself whenever I remember in therapy I unpackaged this I said I just want to love myself I just want to love myself and my therapist literally looked at me and said tell me about yourself and I was like this was like when I first started I think I was like 19 and I was like and he said how are you gonna love someone you don't know and I was like uh. so ever since then I was like I can't really beat myself up for all these all these years that I didn't really love myself because it's like, once again, I am still growing into myself and growing into the person that I know that I am and that I want to be. So I'm just very grateful for the ride. And now I know that I, <clears throat> as corny as it sounds, I love the journey. Yeah. Like I really love every, the ugly part, the ugly cry moments, the cry, the, where I'm in the car and I'm literally just sobbing and cars are driving by and I have like a bullfish car and I'm like, hey, have a good day, Tim. Um, I'm grateful for every single day. I'm not even going to lie. Like before I would be like, I just want to love myself. I just want to, I go back to my old journals and it's like, I just want to feel pretty. I just want to, but it's like, I wish I can go back to like the jewels back then and just hug her. Aww. Because it's like, ugh. Yeah. But you can't you can't beat yourself up for the all the times that you didn't love yourself because oh, again sure. you were navigating through in the time of like crisis. Yeah. And you did what you had to do. You made it. Yeah. I'm fucking here. You're fucking, I'm fucking here. Fucking here. Yeah. Now we need to figure out how to love I know, man. Sheesh. Sheesh. Dude, if, if there's anyone Sheesh. listening to this podcast with experience with epilepsy, or you have people in or your life with epilepsy or whatever, and you have any kind of information at all that you can throw right. at us because we're like literally trying to figure out why she's like seizing without stress without like loss of sleep without like sometimes they just happen you know so I'm trying to figure shit out here i know yeah I'm trying to get a little well um one last thing that i wanted to say yeah is that i feel that this entire year has done nothing but humble me. Mm. <laughs> Dog. Like, a few, but this is the a few punches in the chest. This is the coolest thing though. And this is why I say that growing up is so cool, right? When I have money. <laughs> and I say right that now. right now because I got no money right now. I wish you broke right like, now. Like for real, for real, I got no money right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying inside. <laughs> but when I had money, when, okay, so when I had money, I had zero motivation to actually do things that were good for me because I had such, uh, I, I had the luxury to afford, okay? Meaning, 
I never, I, I, I'm a really good cook, but yes, for, for a long time, I just didn't cook for myself and I just didn't cook at home because I would always just be, I would always be so busy. So I never wanted to spend time at home cooking and cleaning to me. If I wanted to eat the fastest thing would be like, okay, I'll go to wherever I like and whatever, because I have money. Right? <laughs> right? And that was cool. That was cool because I experienced a lot and I experienced a lot of spoiling myself, treating myself and all of these things. I just found my spark of cooking at home again. And the motivation is that I'm so fucking broke. I can't afford to do anything else. But the coolest thing is that I'm not fucking crying about it. I have just felt a brand new inspiration and motivation to... And may I say joy? Yeah, it's like quality in, time. Yeah, so. in thinking about what to cook, yeah. what I want to eat, how to nourish my body. Like it has given me all of these things back. Yeah. So like in a way, I got no money right now, but I got everything else. Like, <laughs> I put like jazz music on. I put my little apron, and I'm like, alrighty, I'm cutting chicken. Anybody yeah. walks in, they're like, what is she doing? I'm like. Now, but now, like, because I got no money. <laughs> all I think about is, all I think about is, like, okay, like we're gonna stay home today. Yeah. But it's not like, oh, I'm sad. I'm staying home because I got no money. It's more like, okay, we're gonna stay home today. What can we do at home? How can we enjoy our time at home? Yeah. And so I always think about, like, okay, thank God I have carbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I can't afford weed anymore, but now, right now, I still can. So I got my weed. Um, I have shows and stuff that I can watch and catch up on Christmas gifts to wrap, clean the house, different errands that I put, you know what I'm saying? So it has really, really, yeah, like really transformed me back into a humble human. I, oh no, I don't. (laughs) My sister. Oh, is the queen. Literally, she finds joys in that shit. So she wraps all of our presents except for her own. I have to wrap her presents, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, I'm not gonna make her wrap her own presents. But then I'm always like dreading it. I'm like, Jesus. And it's only like five things compared to her rapping 27. Yeah. Um, still. Literally. But um, yeah, I feel that I've been very humbled. I've also, I feel, I've, I feel that I've also been humbled in so many ways. All of them really do have to tie back into financial. But I know myself and I know that I'm like very much a financial person because I afford everything for myself. Not that I don't have the luxury and opportunity to move back in with my parents. My parents would love that shit. But the thing is, I moved out of my house for a reason. I moved out of my house to be my own person because under the same roof as my parents, there's there are still a lot of things that are untalked about, undiscussed, things that I still have to hide. All of these different things that really would just not be great for my mental health and my well-being as a person. So I moved myself out so that I can be my own person and from a distance, you know, connect and reconnect and love my parents and everything. Do I have the opportunity to move back in with my parents and save all my money if I really wanted or needed to? Yes. Does my parents, do my parents offer me? Yes. Would they love that? Yes. Would it bring (laughs) me back to how I was when I, all of my life growing up, up to I was 19 being in that house? Yes. And so I will not sacrifice everything that I have built for myself as my Mm -hmm. own foundation of my being without being suppressed. I will not bring myself back into a house to where I would have to continue to hide what I've freed myself from. Just not, and it's not because it's my parents' fault or anything, it's that these are the stages of our relationship and our relationship is just still at a stage where we're really still learning and we're really, you know? And so... And so I am a financial person because I do not have, even though I do have the option, I do not have the luxury of moving back in with my parents because I'm just not gonna, Yeah. you know? And so everything does go back to, yeah, everything does go back to finance. And so that's why this entire year, I feel that it has been the roughest financial year of my life, but the trade-off is truly everything else. The trade-off is truly learning how to surrender, learning how to kind of like prioritize, like, you know, 
fucking weed, eating out, all of these different things, really, really that making you do myself. You yeah, don't really need. Yeah, and then really making myself be responsible down to the T because I have to, you know? And all of these different things that I just kind of like really let go of because I had the luxury of having money. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I feel just, I, ooh, this is the best way to put it. When I, right before I moved out of my parents' house was when I had the worst fucking like time ever, right? That was before, before this time right here, that was the brokest I had ever been. I was in credit card debt because I got scammed. I was like 17, right? Or like 18, yeah. I got scammed. I was in between like fucking like seven different jobs because I just couldn't find one that would make me money, one that I would like, all of these different things. I was just kind of like in like an explorative like stage. And so like that was when I would wake up in panic attacks because like literally I had no money. My bank account would be negative every day, like overdrawn, overdrawn, like whatever it is, right? And since then, I have always been very grateful that like I haven't felt that. This year, I have felt that times 10. Yeah. Like, times 10, right? Um, like, this year was the first year that I, like, woke up in panic attacks, woke up crying, all of these different things that I experienced. But it was almost like I <clears throat> felt a death and rebirth of a new person again. Yeah. Because I got humbled by being put into a place where I didn't want to be in, into a hole that is so deep that like seems impossible sometimes to get out. That has really humbled me. But in return, my ability to go through it and come out blooming, right? My ability to like draw back into myself, be mindful of what is happening right now, being aware of what serves me, what doesn't serve me, and being resilient enough to continue to grow, I feel like the trade-off of not having money for everything that I've learned about myself and all the trust that I've built within myself this year, take it any day. I'll dig myself out of my debt, but I love that I have a great foundation and I'm a lot more confident in myself as a person, a lot more confident in my ability to do things in my ability to be alone, my solitude, <laughs> in my ability to read people, Ooh. in my ability in like knowing when and who and what and what like, dude, I also went through like a, a, a weirdo this year. And like, I'm like, mm, grateful for it. And that's yeah. thing, like all the, I feel like all the lessons that I've had this year, like I wouldn't want it any other way. Like and no matter how bad, how good, the sleepless nights, the loneliness, the the missing the companionship, like I wouldn't want the broke nights because I had some broke nights too. Don't get me wrong. Switching. This when we first started this podcast, Jules was where I am and I am where she is. Yeah. And now we like switch. Like you know, so it's like I am. All those, even when I cry, even when I know that I feel like I have to cry, I just cry. Because even sometimes it's that same day, I'll feel so released and so much better and so clear-minded that I'm like, damn, fuck, I needed that cry. And it sounds so crazy, but even yesterday when I had the seizure, later on that night when I was hanging out with my cousin and I was in her energy, I was literally like, I needed that seizure. Like, I needed to release that stress. Like, it sounds so fucking crazy, but I felt so, like, refreshed. It sounds so fucking bizarre, but I was literally, like, hanging out with my cousin. I was like, yeah, I had a seizure today. And she was like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, yeah... I don't know. It, it's it's like crazy. It's fine. It's everything fine. everything that I go through, I always in the moment it feels so because especially with BPD, my feelings are so you we can get the same information and I'll have to walk out the room and I will literally start like hyperventilating and I'll be like there's moments where I cannot help the way that I react to things. So I react so terribly. And then 20 minutes later, a next day later, a week later, I'll regret it. But it's too fucking late. There has been moments where I react. I'm not even gonna say this on camera, but it's like it's just it's terrible. My emotions are so amplified, and it's like almost like like it's death. And I'm like, and they're like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I don't know." And then they they got the same information I did, and then they're like, "Jules, like calm down." And then them telling me to calm down is getting me more mad, and it's just so I'm very grateful that I'm able to 
see it for what it is and come to the the moment of awareness because I am trying to be as aware as God. Let's go right here. But Sometimes I, I feel like I'm too aware. I can. Sometimes I feel like I'm like hog eyeing everyone. Bro, I'm like, bro, she she knows. I'm gonna tell you one thing. We tried to do this first episode. I sat down. She looked at me. She said, "I don't like this." That was the first attempt. She said, "I don't like this." What's going on with you? And I went. <laughs> I said, "Everybody just thinks that they can disrespect me." And she was like, "So what's going on? Come on, do you want to smoke?" And I was like, "Yeah." Like she just knew, and I, because I tried to still record, you know, because the thing is, this is my therapy. So me trying to feel better, me being like, you know, I just this usually makes me feel better. So the minute I sat down, she was like, giving me side eye. I was like, I know. <laughs> I was giving her side eye, and I was like, is she noticing my side eye? Like, I not the side eye. I'm like, does she know? Does she know that we're in a mood or not? Like, so I'm there, and I'm like, I'm still trying, and I'm like, oh, because this is my therapy. This genuinely, I sit in this, I sit, and I feel better. But I, so I was like, maybe it's gonna happen. So I'm sitting here, and I'm like, I forgot to do the fairy buff mothers. I forgot a lot of things, and she, she literally goes, I don't like this. What's going on? What's 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 good with you? And the thing is, sometimes she can go come up strong, but I need that. Okay. Oh. So I, nobody, everybody talks to me like, oh, what's the matter? You need a, you want to hug? Listen. You want so she was if literally. If you want like, a friend that will beat your ass with words, <laughs> hit me up, baby. She was literally, she was literally like, "What's wrong with you? Like, what's like, what's like, what's good?" Because I, I'm, we're not gonna do this if you're gonna be like that. And I was like, eh, I just feel like everybody uh, thinks they do. So I definitely, yeah, this uh, relationship is something I'm super grateful for. Amazing, bitch! It's time for our favorite segment. Can I just say that I love that quit that shit has really become a thing. I know, and like I just love it. Every time I see any of my friends, they're like merch, merch, merch. My cousin literally, I was just Alani. She was like, "Girl, so merch." Merch is coming 2023. We're working on it. They want the smiley face. Can you please just let me get out of this fucking debt, and then I will give you what you want when I pull myself out of this debt. Okay, believe in me, baby. I got you. It's on the way. Exactly. All right. All right. So I feel like all of my quit that shit has kind of like related in like the same sense of like me trying to really like. Oh, I unpacked this with my therapist. Remember how I always said that, like, I really want to be, like, the true bitch that I am? Yeah. We're unpacking it right now. Okay. So, I need to stop saying that I want to be a bitch, right? Mm -hmm. Because me saying that I want to be a bitch is still, is still giving the people the power. Because I only refer to myself as that way because that's what I learned from when I was younger. Mm -hmm. How people thought of me or how people made me feel, right? Uh, and if I keep referring to that, then I'm still giving them the, the power, power over their opinion over yep. me. I just want to be real. I just want to be honest. I just want to be real. Sorry. I don't want to be, I don't want to be nothing else. But I have to be able to be like that. And that's not being bitchy. If you can't take me as I am, then sorry, that's your own fucking problem. Then we can't be friends. Exactly. But I need to like reword it within myself. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, I don't know. See, words that. are important. Words are very fucking important. Yes. So and so my point that shit is I really, really want to quit the... I really want to quit the way that I um, word things about myself, mm -hmm. the way that I word things about shit when it comes to me, like saying that I don't deserve to be asking for things, or I just don't know how to do it, or I'm just not a TikTok bitch, yeah. or, you know, all of these different things are just things that I'm putting on myself as, like, fixed personalities, mm. or, you know, whatever, yeah. when I can just reword it, and I can just kind of make myself feel better, and I can just be a little more honest with myself, yeah. so my quit that shit is to quit wording things that are not really to their, to their honesty of the reality. I love that, yeah. and you know what's so fucking crazy? Me fucking too. Ah! Yeah, bitch, because you know what? Quit that shit. Thank you. Um, because to be honest, um, my quit that shit is the same thing. Because a lot of people think, because I'm this nice person and I'm so genuine and I treat people the way that they want to be treated, they think they could disrespect me. <sighs> you got the wrong fucking one. Thank you, no. Um, so I need to start either buckling down or being nice to the people that are nice to me and not just be nice and just throw my nice away and just throw my nice to everybody because it is mentally and 
draining for me. It all is my draining. energy. Anything that you give a little to is like <laughs> it takes out of your cup. All my energy at the end of the week. Sometimes at the end of the day is like is like we need to be recharged. We need to be recharged. So bitch, it gets tiring. So one thing I need to quit that shit is um stop being nice to everybody, only the people and not the people that deserve it. Um, but I guess being more selective bear, with bear your bear. energy. Cause I get it, the the person that's having a shitty day, I don't have to go out of my way. And sometimes I feel like I just do the most and it's very draining on me. So you, um, so before you do the most, question <clears throat> if it's in your true intention and within your energy uh, capacity. Yeah, cause I just get really disrespected and walked over. And, and she's had it! I'm, I know that I'm nice and I'm never gonna go out of my way to be mean. That's never gonna be my intention, but I'm not gonna get disrespected. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm not that bitch. So yeah, that's my quit that shit. Yes! Please let us know what is your quit that shit. And also, for the last fucking time, thank you so much for sticking through with us this year. Thank you Another so much year. for like showing us all of your support. Thank you for connecting with us. Thank you for listening every Monday. Thank you for sharing this with your friends. Thank you for making us the top 15 most followed and most shared podcast on Spotify. And again, we will give you merch in the new year. We will give you better um, conversations, guests, laughter, all of that shit. And we're just really, really grateful. We hope that you had a great Christmas. And if you didn't, and if you had a hard time, we feel you and we're here for you. If you want to just, you know, give us a little vent, you can do that too. Our DMs are open. Exactly. We also have... Uh, a section in in Spotify, like under our podcast, for like uh, comments and topics and whatever it is that you guys want to like start the conversation with us with. There's a section in there for you to be able to do that. Connect with us. We also have um, we also have a buy us a coffee on our links. It's just a donation, um, like kind of like base platform for. Whatever you guys want to kind of like donate to us if you ever feel like it. It gives the option of like a dollar, two dollar, three dollars. Basically buying us a cup of coffee. Yeah. So I we, we just always forget to fucking put that out there. Yeah. So, <laughs> but besides truly, before any of that, we would just appreciate it if you would just leave us a rate and a review and a little comment and a subscribe. You know, all the free shit that you can do. That would mean a lot to us. Yes. So yeah. Ah, we will see you in the new year. I believe in you. Sorry, I was trying to like clap a fly. (laughs) Get that fly. But I believe in you. Have a great um new year. I'm just gonna be home alone with Carbon, probably drinking a bottle of wine and baking some pies. We love that. I'll be here. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. We love you. Oh wait, Han. Oh, our our social. Alrighty guys, you know where to find us on Instagram at mentalchillness.podcast. We're on TikTok at mentalchillness11. Facebook at mentalchillness. I am lots of jewels uh, with two two S's. I am Mega Khan and our YouTube channel is mentalchillness. And yeah, we love you. We are out of here guys. Bye. Bye. That was amazing. That's better. That, that, that was, was the take. That was, that was the take. Okay. Three takes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs>